0: And it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course, uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some alamofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead it may not be appropriate for. Members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially, might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins, let's get the next on, bitches! The holiday season is here, the boss is on vacation, and we've gone crazy! Yes, it's where I break you in half. DON'T KEEP FUCKING SAYING THAT TO ME! LOOK WHAT YOU'VE DONE! That wasn't good! That wasn't good! And you know me, I don't say nothing! That was terrible! So angry! We're gonna have such fun! He did not say unforeseeable. You may have heard him say that, but he did not say that, and that is a fact. Hey, you know, hey, you're stay. just in time for our caroling session. We yeah. got a nice wow. hot mug of cocoa. As Whoa. you can see, we're all bundled up and we're ready to go. So just sit back, relax, and, and listen and to Tom drown out the rest of us. Hey, <laughs> come on, you guys. It's <laughs> Christmas. That's yeah. okay. Come on. Okay, everyone ready? Get your places. Here's your note. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Wait a minute, I'm blind! I'm flying, that thing cut me! Oh Yes, it's that time of year again where I know we were supposed to be on yesterday, but welcome to episode number 373 of the Best Players Games Podcast. Being recorded for you on this Christmas Eve, Friday, December 24th, 2021, at 930 in the morning. Pacific Coast, Love Coast, Coast for the Most. Crack Engineer, I have Ormelina over there in the booth holding up the whiskey sign. I have to go get more whiskey as soon as this episode is over, so we're going to make this a quick one. Um. Straight to our top stories. Uh. The Steam Winter Sale is going on as per usual. Um. It ends... Ivor, you're fired. Oh, and that, of course, make it for a sequel, Friends. I'm sorry. The Christmas... The Christmas Madness was upon me. Uh, Ends January... January 5th at uh, 10 a.m. Pacific time. They have a cool Yeti. Ice skating Yeti. (coughs) Um... Normally, we would go through, like, a whole fucking list of all this shit that, you know, blah, but you can fucking... You can look. You can look yourself. Uh, this year uh i'm not even really sure uh if we'll have an episode next week i don't know 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 but for my ivor and me to all of you merry christmas happy holidays uh christmas eve is the time oh shit sorry about this christmas is the time for all of us to perish screaming in space and therefore we have a review for you this Christmas Eve Uh, I hope that all of you have gone and replayed the uh, Christmas classic uh, How the Saints Save Christmas DLC for Saints Row 4 other than that um, yeah peace on earth goodwill toward everybody it's not that hard to say so so Let's talk about space genocide. In accordance with the laws and regulations regarding the internet within your local jurisdiction, Best Linux Games Podcast now presents you with a dose of clap. Just kidding, motherfuckers. It's review time. Because there's no place like home for the Holocaust. So... In Chorus, C-H-O-R-U-S, you take on the role of an apostate, uh, one of the members of the inner circle of the circle, um, the chief lieutenant of basically the Darth Vader of the universe in a far-flung science fiction, um, third-person space shooter, uh, combat space shooter with uh, really great graphics, and a very interesting storyline that really brings together um, the gameplay and the action and the exploration, the exploration is probably the weakest element of this game, into what was designed from its inception to be a third-person twin-stick shooter for cross-platform play blah, although I have read that people have gotten their hottest setups to work Um, There is no in-cockpit view in Chorus. It is designed to be a behind the ship shooter, and I'm going to tell you why in a moment. So, being this apostate um, chick, you left the circle after you were asked to blow up a planet, which you did, and billions died. And then you decided that this wasn't the work for you anymore, and you fled, and They've been hunting you more or less across the edges of the galaxy ever since. I have not beaten Chorus. I gotta tell you that. I should have mentioned this immediately. But I have played it for 21 hours, and I will tell you that 20 hours the game gets significantly more difficult. Um, I think I'm about halfway done. But it gets... One of the one of my biggest criticisms, of course, is that it gets incredibly difficult at 20 hours. There's a choke point mission that is wow, it's really hard. And the game has a tendency to do this to you, which is cool because it forces you to get way better using the mechanics. Now, what kind of mechanics? Well, as a, an apostate and the deadliest fighter pilot in the entire universe. Um, you have access to rights. These were powers that you possessed prev in your previous life as a member of the circle. And these give you, when combined with your hyper intelligent artificially intelligent um ship, which you've imprisoned and you eventually reclaim, uh powerful abilities, like, the ability, the first the, the first one that you'll you'll learn is um, I can't remember what they call it uh, the Space Trance or something like that it, it's got a really lame name but it's a really cool mechanic <coughs> basically what it lets you do and this is one of the reasons one of the great justifications for why this game is third person only and not and does not have an in cockpit mode <laughs> what what this lets you do is basically hurl yourself at something and then continue along that trajectory while being able to turn your ship in 360 degrees in all directions. Along both axes. So, this means that when you're destroying a capital ship and you're flying through it like it's the Death Star, you can... Be f- moving forward while flying sideways it's like you're strafing until you run out of you know momentum or until you stop the space trance thing it's like power sliding through space and it's really cool and very very necessary it also means that when you're dogfighting, fighting let's say an enemy is coming right at you you guys are going right at each other they're gonna peel off before they hit you if you were to just try to like slow down, break while turning around or accelerate into, you know, like what would be like a, like a pseudo Immelman or like a pseudo Chandelle in space actually, it would be more closer to it, like where you're doing a uh, a 180 loop and then bringing your wings back over with the quote unquote horizon to give pursuit to the guy who just tried to snapshot you That would take a while. With the space trance thing or whatever, you can instantly go into it. And so while your ship is still moving at the same speed in the same direction as when you guys were approaching each other, now you're facing backwards. So that makes dogfighting... Much easier. Also, if people think that they've snuck up on you, if they've got the drop on your six, you can instantly be facing in their direction while still moving in the original direction that you were moving. Other, th- then there's also, there's lots of other mechanics like uh, the ability to leap, which I like a lot, especially once you upgrade it. Leaping lets you jump directly behind um, any targeted enemy. As you use it more and more, as you use all of these things more and more, um, these abilities you can level, you get you gain levels for them that make them more deadly. For leap, the more you use it, the more kills you get. Actually, using leap, the um, further you can leap. This is really useful because the last thing, eventually, like when you are you know really fighting capital ships in a fighter alone, more or less um, the last thing you really want to have to deal with is, as you're, like, trying to take down these shield systems, and you're flying through these superstructures, and you're I mean, it's, like, fucking death. The last thing you want to have to deal with are fucking, uh, space superiority fighters that are, you know, probably swarming over you. So, you can rely on speed, you can rely on armor, or you can rely on leap. Um, but leap does instantly kill your engine so it it, there is a trade off then there's um an electro shock thing that breaks through enemy shields that's very good these are these are her powers her individual unique powers and then there's traditional stuff like boost like which you know gives you afterburner then there's um sub light drive which lets you go super fast without the ability to roll um and that's that's pretty much it. But the game really centers around you trying to take another path with great voice cuz like you know you like I said you're the apostate. You are you are the fallen from the circle and you must be destroyed. And, uh, so the same people that you were killing as a member of the Circle are now your friends, and the Circle are now your enemies, and no one trusts you in any way, shape, or form. Other cool ability you have is the ability to search out hidden objects in space, including lost memory fragments from other pilots and other people. And this is how you uncover aspects of your turgid past. Ultimately, what the the central focus of the of the first half of the game... Is trying to shut down this rift in space through which the circle is going to come en masse and end your tiny little rebellion in this mining corner of a shithole of a of a system. And that's where you start fighting a lot of cap ships. Uh but what's cool are all the side ma- okay. What's cool are all the relationships between the characters which are generally have good voice acting and because your character narrates her own thoughts to exclusively to you in voiceover in the middle of conversations it gives the game an interesting way to do exposition that's very tight it makes everything very compact so there's not a lot of time spent between uh, dogfights and, you know, space combat and shit, but there's just enough uh, characters and variety of characters and it's always interesting to see how different characters are going to react to you Um, because, you know, pirates hate you, I mean, you've killed a lot of pirates too, Uh, the miners don't trust you, but you're like their only hope um, because you're the deadliest fucking thing in space um, and the circle hates you they know you for what you are, an apostate even your ship has opinions about what it is that you're doing, but none of this gets in the way of the action, and the graphics are phenomenal, like, I mean, when you're flying through giant asteroid stations, and there's different areas of the game, and you can get to them via jump gates and there are these, like, jump roads that, like, um that when you're in sublight, which is like pretty fast, it, the sense of speed in the game is is enormous. But it gets really good when you're flying through giant fucking things. It reminds me a lot of a third person descent free space without six degrees of motion. You can't like move automatically up. Um, also, you can't roll in any significant way, but you can right click uh, the um, control stick. To reorient your horizon based along whatever it thinks it should be, which is good. There's different kinds of side missions. There's um, you know, somewhere you, you, know, you have to find lost children, all sorts, all this typical role-playing game stuff, but set in space. Um, but then everything keys back to you trying to figure out. Who not it's not that you've forgotten who you are. You know who you are. But the game is leading you along a destiny that is like going to be it feels epic. And by the time, you know, you're you're really dealing with the rift, um it gets very cool. Now, problems with this game. I really like this game a lot. I really like the sense of speed, I really like the graphics. I really like the cool mechan the f- cool physics ba- breaking like magic like abilities that you have, um, and how they apply to dog fighting. It's just it's really cool. It makes what would what would have been uh, you know, a really impressive E3 um beta, you know, soft, you know, demo really takes that to like another level but what I hate and I hate this and the game does not do a good job of it and it is just a um, what do you call it A uh, it's a sign of just fucking sloppy programming and not really that well thought out uh, design which is unusual, you don't see these kinds of mistakes in games that often anymore which makes it very disappointing that Chorus doesn't seem to be interested in patching this stuff, because I'm not the only person who's experienced this, but I, I like, I mean, it drove me nuts, here's the thing there are missions, there are side missions, and then there's the current mission I know, that does not sound good, right? The icon... Oh, and then there are locations that you've discovered. Okay? All of these four icons look essentially the same. The current mission objective is always yellow. Newly... Okay, not newly... Now, here's the thing. Discovered locations are always white. You can discover locations that you're not supposed to have discovered and they'll get wiped from your map after you've discovered them, so you so you go back to flying towards your mission objective because you're in the middle of a mission and it won't let you discover the object the this other location. So you can end up ping ponging back and forth once you get confused because it's in fucking 360 degree space. Um, which objective you're flying towards, and then because it'll remove the location that you discovered, a potentially new location that you have not that it looks like you have not discovered will reappear but because you've been spinning around in space you don't know that that's like the same fucking one that you just came from that it won't let you activate very frustrating even worse side missions all of these icons look identical the only one that the only two that are different colors are your current mission objective and side mission objectives but some side mission objectives which are blue are active but you can be on a bigger mission, like a a story mission, and it won't let you activate that mission, so you'll fly to the side mission trying to get out of now and that won't work, and that's very frustrating too, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't Uh, and that's like a good tell for like what type of, you know, side mission it's going to be um This is not normally this would not be important but because there is no real radar other than your mission screen I mean there's radar but it's like it's not a radar that's like on um you you're heavily reliant on the missioning system for navigating to where you need to go and do what you need to do and it's like they added... They tried to add this idea of, like, oh, okay, well, we'll also make it an open-world sandbox game, where you can go and explore. But then, it's also like, they're like, well, you know, we're gonna add, like, um, a whole fucking... So, like, they, okay, so they start with, like, the story. They start with the story missions. They do all the story missions. And they're like, you know what? We should make this a sandbox game, because it'll be more fun for them to fly around in between, and so we'll add some side missions. We'll add a lot of side missions, actually, and you have really if you if you don't do the side missions you're not going to be good enough to do any of the main missions it's i mean you can rely on skill alone but it is very difficult if you've not upgraded your ship and your abilities um partially by buying parts and then combining parts into better things all of which you get from doing side missions, or just outright buying different components to swap out inside your ship to create synergies. Like, there's, like, a whole uh, of a set kind of thing. Like, where if you have um, four parts from one uh, faction or um, uh, one faction or type of space fighting, you know, contingency, uh, contingency, uh, contingent, I don't know, group, that's what I'm looking for Um, you'll get special abilities like uh, you know, shield drain, if you fly near if you fly with all four of these things equipped, all four of these subsystems equipped, and you fly near um, fighters with shields you will vampire their shields and leave them defenseless, adding them to your shields, etc, 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 etc ah, super powerful Gatling guns super power. oh yeah, well we'll talk about the weapons in a minute, cause that'll round out the review, but I really can't stress enough how it feels like they they made this game as like that E3 kind of demo thing, I, I don't mean like E3, like from present day, I haven't been to E3 in fucking since 2004, I think but um I remember there would be demos like this that were really, really pretty, really fun to play, really linear, point to point kind of um, games that were like betas. And then they would get fleshed out for another year and a half. And then they would hit the next Christmas or two Christmases after their E3, um, de- you know, soft beta debut. So they, they make this whole... it seem, I'm just spitballing here, but this is what the game feels like, and this is really important. They make the whole story campaign, and they're like, oh, well, okay, well, it kind of sucks to just be Frog March from point to point, and we have all of these... You know, there's no reason why we can't you know, put in a bunch of side missions, so we'll put in a bunch of side missions. <coughs> they didn't consider how this would affect the radar, quote-unquote, the radar they didn't consider how this would affect being able to save your game. And that was how I discovered this shit that really bothered me. Because if you're in the middle of a story mission, you can't save your game. Which is fucking stupid. And it doesn't even have to be in the middle of combat. If you're just on that mission, you can't save the game. So you have to abort the mission, which means most missions are multi-step. Like, they're not like, um... You know, it's typical TIE fighter stuff, it's not just like, you know escort these guys, well, you know that if you're going to have to escort these guys onto the station then you have to give them fighter cover, they're going to have to get off the station, you have to figure out what to do in between, et cetera, et cetera <coughs> excuse me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera um so it's it, so there's these side missions now that are overlaid on top of this game that was originally designed to just be like this kind of, you know, block and trust me, the side missions make the game better But then there is this exploration aspect that is a massive pain in the ass because now that you never know if you're like in a mission or not because like there's always a yellow the next story mission is the same color as the next objective for an active story mission. Do you understand what I'm saying? So sometimes you can fly uh, fly to that waypoint and it will start a new mission! and generally you don't have any fucking choice for those because they're story missions and so you're like fuck I gotta abort this and then you know blah Um, once you get the hang of the save system though that's better but there's some things like that whole flying like the whole like blanking of uh, a place that you've discovered that you can't go to because you're in the middle of a mission and then erasing it and then making you fly towards it again is really irritating There are also random encounters in space which give you plenty of time uh, and target practice to get credits and uh level up your individual skills for dogfighting. Um (coughs) eventually these will be circle ships that are warping in randomly, you know, if you're just flying around you will be attacked either by pirates or circle ships or you know, whatever. Um and these give you a chance to experiment with your weapons loadouts which are great. So you have three primary weapons. You have a gatling gun, you have a laser a uh, laser beam which fires like um a rail laser beam. It's like <makes noise> <makes noise> It's not the fastest. It, it takes a it takes a minute for it to recharge. The Gatling gun looks impressive. There's all different kinds of Gatling guns. Right now I prefer the shotgun Gatling gun for uh fighter to fighter engagements, but there is nothing really quite as good as um I think I can't remember what faction it is, but there's a there's a set that gives you um A super powerful Gatling gun that never overheats and it's really good and it's so pretty I mean it's amazing when you see like all the when you see the differences in the way that each thing fires uh, as you upgrade them or try different combinations of stuff you know blah, uh, alternatively the other things that you can upgrade on the ship um, do contribute in general greatly to the Overall, feel like you feel the upgrades. Like you can feel the difference between um, a ship that has boosted acceleration or just boosted overall top speed versus a slow, clunky ship that is just designed to be a tank. Um, your lasers are really good at destroying shields, but what the best thing at destroying shields is your lightning ability like your ability to strike with lightning those can break through any shields and there are enemies that have shields that can't be broken with any other weapon and there's all different kinds of enemy ships and eventually, just when you think that they can't get any more different types of ships, there's like, like then they start flying in fucking giant fucking dreadnoughts and you know capital ships to destroy you. Also, you can fly capital ships in the game. You you dock with a capital ship um, fairly early on, and that's the capital ship tutorial. Uh, flying with capital ships is a lot of fun because you're death. Like you just have like you have one reticle. It's it's a different a different type of piloting, but you can just annihilate fighters everywhere. It's like it's like you are like a flak gun of death, a high speed flak gun of death. But uh, so your third type of primary weapon, and you switch between these by using the the buttons on the D pad, which. I kind of don't like because when you're in the middle of a dogfight and you're like using the space trance thing, which means you have to hold down like the left bumper, and you're, you're, so you're boosting, and then you're going to the space trance thing, and you are pulling your ship around, which requires both fucking stakes and you're going full throttle forward, um, just because that's what you do. You, you don't have to do that because, like, you're in space trance. Like your engines are off, and you want to switch from whatever weapon you currently have to the other weapon. You have to take your finger off that throttle, which is the the left thumbstick is is throttle up, throttle down. Um, you have to take your thumb off that stick to switch weapons, but it's not that big of a deal, and you eventually get the hang of it. To fire them, each each one. Uh, I wish that it, I wish that to fire each one it was keyed to a different button on the right thumb um cuz but then again you're using a lot of that shit for abilities and I don't you know blah they make the most out of what you have on like your standard Xbox controller and I imagine that on Switch the game is fantastic because of it um like I said it was designed to be a twin stick third person shooter now Here's what's crazy about this game. So we've covered the bad stuff. The bad stuff, bad stuff is poorly designed, poorly thought out, poorly programmed. Um, mission and save system. I've lost a lot of progress in this game because of the save system. In fact, it doesn't even tell you that you can save. It says that it has an autosave thing. It it does, but it, it's not that great. And if you wanna you wanna probably create enough saves so that like if you end up on a mission that turns out to be really hard for you, that you could fly to, like, a that you could, you know, customize your weapons and stuff in space. That's another problem I have with this game. Um, I don't understand the point, other than buying shit. From these bases that are very difficult to land on, they're very hard to find. Um, like, they're not hard to find, like, on your map. They're hard to find where the docking bay is. Uh, But And you don't need to refit. You don't need them to refit. You can refit in space. So you can refit via the pause menu. It's single player only, so that works out okay. Um, But it's just weird. Like, why have these bases if... You know, it seems like they were... It just seems like... Blah. The trade-off for this is a very very fucking cool epic story with a really neat um, lead character that you're very interested in, because she's obviously very, she's got some she's got, you know uh she she has moral conflicts with everything that she's doing and you just want to do the right thing for the most part, but there, there, there are times where it gives you choices um And so what what was I going to say about the other thing that I really liked about the game? Uh, Oh! Yeah, so the, the um So the story does actually compel you which makes it into a very, very um in terms of a narrative experience, it makes it so much tighter and punchier than anything else that you've seen in a space game and all of that combines with these different play mechanics, these very innovative, I thought I thought they were very innovative, play mechanics in this kind of pro forma space dance that makes the game almost like a new and it's funny because this was the first thought that I had after my first five hours and I went and I ended up looking at uh, the first 20 seconds of like a developer diary thing on it. And he said the exact words that I was thinking. It's almost like a new type of old school space shooter in 3D, which makes it very. Oh, another thing, it makes it very fast paced, very, um, very pro forma in the way that, like, you know, like a, a, a scrolling space shooter used to be. Um, but with these great graphics and all in 3D, and you can kind of go anywhere, do anything, kind of whatever. Um, but with this great story that just drives all of the action, and sometimes it does it. Sometimes it doesn't do that as smoothly as it should, um, especially for being a game that's you know th- this sophisticated in its design and uh, this high pro. Yeah, it's not the super most high profile game in terms of budget, but. Um, they put a lot of money, in. they put they they sunk some they sunk some coin into this into this game. I'm only yeah. Let's see. Let me look. Uh, yeah, I'm only I'm I'm a 21 of 42 achievement gets. So I think I might be at the middle point of chorus. But ultimately, let's see what does chorus go for right now. Let's see if it's on sale. Ultimately. Yeah, it's Deep Silver Fish Labs developed it, published by Deep Silver. Oh, it has a free demo. It has a free demo, and it runs great on Linux. Uh, I don't know if the demo runs great on Linux, but I know that Chorus runs great on Linux. Um, and that'll do it. I think that'll that'll do it. You'll know. Via the free demo, I think. Or if you just watch, like, the, uh, the video, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when I say this case, like, the biggest, most explody arcade space combat mind-blowing action space arcade twin stick shooter ever made and one of the things that separates this game from a lot of other games that are less good that people have liked a lot more is that this game was designed from the beginning to be a twin stick shooter and they really stuck to that so everything went into like all like that was like their first decision so it's not like they, they tried to squeeze shit in and And, you know, blah, they knew what they wanted to do. They knew they wanted it to be from behind, from behind the ship. And that's important because if you're, you know, power sliding through space, you need to see what's around you. Uh, You can't really, that mechanic would not work anywhere near as good as it does if, because it does pull the camera back a little bit, if it can't. Um, and, wh- and as soon as you're flying through, like, superstructures of uh, giant mining facilities or capital ships or you're leaping from enemy to enemy and just blowing them up in endless succession as your AI encourages you do the blood dance of doom that you do so well um, you will, you will understand why I like Chorus so much. Does it does it, g- right now Chorus is 40 bucks that's a lot of money um I would say it does not win our greatest, highest award that we can bestow on anyone. You know, worth full price, any price, all price every day, but I haven't beaten it, but I'm going to say it does not. Just because that's a, I mean, it'd be, if it was $30, then maybe. But I don't know. It's not $30, it's $40. And the frustration with the missioning Gets in the way. I mean, really does get in the way. And when you, when I think it was like the third time that I found out that I had lost like an hour and a half of difficult gameplay, I was like, man, I have to do this sequence again. You know, that's a big fucking buzzkill, especially in 2021. Speaking of which, we're running out of 2021. That concludes our review, of course. Uh, of course, that that's it. Uh, have yourself a merry little Christmas uh, be be, uh, be careful be safe, safe travels if you're traveling uh, hope you're all boosted and uh, have a happy and a healthy new year we'll see you maybe next week maybe, no, we have to do next week but hopefully it'll be on Thursday alright Da, 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 da. I work at Boogie King making flavor wobbers. I wear paper hats. Would you like an apple pie with that? Would you like an apple pie with that? Ding by the dun, ding by the dun, ding by the dun, ding by the dun. I gotta run, I gotta run, I gotta run, I gotta run. Don't bump a fries and hop bad, it really hurt bad, and so do skin grab. Would you like an apple pie with that? Would you like an apple pie with that? Where is the bell? Wait for the bell, can't hear the bell. Where ding fries are done by Billy's. burn everything incriminating including this building burn all the White House pets and then yourselves burn yourselves first there is no windows version of weaponized chess. is fucking ponderous man ponderous fucking ponderous it only runs on linux it's not the problem you alienated part of america i alienated crazy people i like it very much it is i eb farm you're becoming hysterical i'm here i'm there i'm fucking everywhere i'm the egg yellow is the color gambling is the game